parties seem to be underwhelmed by it all. But what did you make of last night's State of the Nation address? You know, I think that both analysts and opposition party have been completely unfair. At one level, I think it was positive. I think that there was an acknowledgement of an economic crisis. I think there was a commitment to resolving the energy crisis. There was an explicit commitment to shale gas and nuclear energy. Uh, there was an acknowledgement of the crisis in municipalities. So I think that there has been a shift in the sense that at least there is an acknowledgement of the challenges. There was an acknowledgement of the wage inequality and the challenges associated with that. I think that there is a fundamental weakness in this in this state of the nation address, and I think that that fundamental weakness is about implementation. There's been a lot of promises. We've never had problems with promises mm-hmm. or plans. The problem has always been implementation. On the economy, there is nothing new that suggests that implementation will change. On the municipalities, there were lots of initiatives uh, suggested for a whole series of problem municipalities. Again. The way you're going to turn around municipalities is to get better management in municipalities. And nothing I heard suggested that suddenly you're going to turn around management and the quality of management in municipalities. So for me, the fundamental weakness of the speech is that it's a lot of promises, a lot of plans, very little on how you would get implementation. And that's the fundamental challenge of the Zuma administration. And I think many people also pointing uh, to a lack of detail. Is that a fair expectation in a state of the nation address or should we be, we be waiting for the detail to emerge elsewhere? You know, it depends. You have to get the right balance right. Uh, particularly, it seems to me what is absolutely important is that you can't expect too much of detail in the state of the nation address. But the state of the nation address has to signal that something new is afoot that we're going to do two or three or four things new that will make a difference. If you're simply doing what you've done for the last three or four or five years and announce new initiatives, what is it that gives the people confidence that now things are going to change? And that's what's missing in the speech. So I don't expect large amounts of detail, but I want to know what is it new that you're going to do this time around from last year, the year before? that is going to make a difference. And that's what I think is missing uh, in this speech. And speaking of things new, Prof, um, we were wondering at the time uh, when we had the cabinet announcement why the reason for the uh, the uh, uh, reconfiguring of the communications portfolio, for example. But then last night, the president spoke about um, the post office and the fact that, you know, they will be moving towards social development for one as a department, doing more of uh, their transactions through the post office. Yeah, I think that there is some measures, some some institutional measures in place. I mean, there were things that were kind of useful in that cabinet reconfiguration, and you're seeing some of that come through the institutional reorganization and use of those institutions in a ways that uh, enable you to reach poor people. Uh, but there's still enormous question marks still uh, uh, there about why other things did not happen. Why did you need to expand it in this kind of way? Or could you have done it without necessarily reconfiguring portfolios? Uh, so, you know, for me, I still, there's still a question mark. I think in a context where we've got an economic crisis, where there's a question, we're asking everybody be, to be lean, to expand the cabinet in that context still is the wrong symbolic gesture uh, from a president committed to inclusive development. 
And then, of course, uh, President also went on to uh, talk about the evaluation of municipalities. What was your sense about that particular thing? You know, the idea of saying that there are 11 municipalities that have worked, yeah, 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 the ones that have actually worked. Uh, then what he did is he proceeded to say that there's going to be state intervention, well, there's going to be national intervention uh, to fix up a range of other municipalities. And he picked up all the, all the correct ones, the bullying crisis in Johannesburg, and there's going to be intervention. There was a whole series of initiatives around water initiatives and electricity, etc. That's all fine. But if you're going to turn around municipalities in this country, the hundreds and thousands of municipalities, you're going to have to get management right. You're going to have to get the right people in the right jobs being responsive to citizens. And there we had nothing. There's nothing new that was said. So the big question coming out is what makes you think from last year that suddenly these municipalities are going to change or you put the initiative and suddenly it will turn it will turn around that's where the crisis in municipalities stays and that's the big issue can you get the right people doing the right jobs that's the fundamental issue and for his, his efforts out of 10 how much would you give the president for last night Look, I know most analysts and listening to the opposition parties gave him two or three. I would say, you know, probably a four or a five. There was an acknowledgement of the crisis. That's new. There was a commitment to explicitly to wage inequality. That's new. The big fundamental question for me is we're still flailing at implementation. And that's the fundamental issue. Unfortunately, four or five is not good enough in the kind of tense environment and economic tense environment we're in at the moment.